Welcome to Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Success Hackers. This is Scott Hansen, high-performance business and marketing strategist, best-selling author, speaker, and of course, podcast host, right here on Success Hackers. It's on Success Hackers that we are all about empowering you, our entrepreneurial audience, to help you take your business to entirely new heights. And I cannot thank you enough, Hacker Nation, for continuing to listen, spreading the word on social media about Success Hackers, and subscribing to the program. It's because of you that we continue to impact and empower more people, more entrepreneurs, People that want to play bigger in life and business all over the world were now downloaded and listened to in 65 countries and growing, and uh, the movement continues. So thank you guys so much for continuing to spread the word about Success Hackers. Oh, remember, stay all the way to the very end because I have something special that I want to share with you. And also, as usual, if you have a question that you want me to ask our esteemed guests Make sure to email me at info at successhackers.net. That's info at successhackers.net. When I see the email, which I see them all, I will then pick up that email and find out what questions you might want me to ask these guests. And uh, when I do that, what I'll also do for you is I'll also mention your name and your business name. Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. We're about to chat with someone who is all about sales and leadership and the customer base and this is going to be a great conversation because every single one of us irregardless of what business we're in needs to know our customer better and needs to know how to sell more so this is all about sales and leadership and what the customer is thinking so I'm excited to bring on Jennifer Gluckow Jennifer are you ready to rock oh yeah <laughs> Jennifer Gluckow is the CEO of sales in a New York minute a company she founded in 2013. She helps businesses increase their overall effectiveness through sales workshops, trainings, and her YouTube channel, as well as many blogs and articles that she has written. She also has a successful sales podcast with Jeffrey Gittimer called Sell or Die, which, as an aside, I was a guest not too long ago, and it's an amazing podcast. If you want to listen to another podcast besides Success Hackers, make sure to check that out called Sell or Die. Jennifer Gluckow, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you on the show. It is great to be here, Scott. Absolutely. Well, I gave our Hacker Nation listeners just a little information, Jennifer, about you, but we'd love for you to share a little bit more. Yeah, so I am first a salesperson and then a business owner. Uh, I've always been in sales since actually the time I was four or five, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, a few years ago, I decided to start my own company because I had been training salespeople and I was very successful at it. And I realized that I could help more than just the team that I was working with, but I could help hundreds, now thousands, and soon, you know, way more, um, hundreds of thousands of salespeople across the world. And that impact has been pretty awesome. 
That's awesome. So r- right away, I want to I want to learn one of your secrets, and we'll talk about these, and we'll pepper these throughout the show. But someone that's trained sales individuals who obviously has also sold yourself products and services, etc. What's one strategy that you can leave with our Hacker Nation community that says, you know what, I might not be a great salesperson, or you know, I'm having trouble closing business. Is there I know there's not really a secret sauce, but is there maybe a mindset strategy or a tactical strategy that you can share right off the bat? Yeah. So before you can be the best salesperson on the planet, you have to be the best person on the planet. Hmm. And so I'm going to challenge your listeners to think about what are they doing every day that pushes their game just a little bit more. And it may be in terms of personal development and learning and growth. It may be in terms of their mindset, like you said, and their attitude or their belief system. And, you know, it it all begins with attitude. So when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? Most of us look at Instagram or Facebook or the news and I'm going to challenge you, if you're looking at one of those things, find the positivity. I, I used to, when I, when I wake up, I used to read the news, and the, fir- the first thing I did in the morning was, I would, you know, what's going on in the world? And I would read the news. And I stopped watching the news a few years ago, based on a suggestion by Jeffrey Gittimer, and now I don't even read it the fir- when I wake up you know, in the morning at first because it's so negative. And that's not how I want to start my day. Of course, I know what's going on in the world, but the first thing I do in the morning is I read something positive. So I'll choose it the night before. It may be a book on attitude. It may be an article. It may be um, a, a, a short quote on Instagram. I have a little quote book, but I wake up and I read something positive because I want to start my day happy. And that's the best thing you could do. This is just a little tweak. Yeah, and I agree with you, Jennifer, about the mindset and getting up. The first thing you do is putting some great information in your mind. I mean, I, a couple of years ago, I made the shift to meditating and listening to either a video, to your point, or listening to an audio or watching a video or reading something impactful. And it does. It, it really sets the tone for the rest of the day. But now that you've woken up, now that our listeners have woken up, they they heeded your advice. They've taken on something positive for the first 10 to 20 minutes. And when you set your day now, is there maybe a strategy how to close more business or get more clients? Is there maybe a way to look at the sales process a little bit differently than prior to the my listeners listening to you on the show here? For me, it's all about relationships. And, you know, I'm in New York where people want to do things fast. They want to sit down, get to the meeting, get out, go to the next meeting. Boom, boom, boom. And it's it's literally like that all day long. You have a one o'clock, you have a two o'clock, you have a three o'clock, and there's no schmoozing. And, and I know in other parts of the in other parts of the country, you know, you sit down, you have a conversation, and you may not begin to talk about business until you know the first thirty minutes. And it doesn't matter really if it takes five minutes or thirty minutes to to schmooze. The more important thing is that you build rapport. And that you find common ground. Because if you're finding that common ground, you're going to be able to create a relationship that's going to be long-lasting versus something that is more transactional and more surface level. Yeah, and how, how do you suggest, because there's a multitude of different entrepreneurs and business owners here that listen to Success Hackers. Some are maybe just online only. Some are 
hybrid. They have an offline, online business. Some have a, just a traditional kind of a brick-and-mortar business. When you think of developing a quick relationship with a prospect, is there certain things that you've found in the past when you've trained sales reps that have helped more than others? Yeah, you ask questions and you ask about them. You know, a lot of people start off by telling you about themselves, but no one wants to hear about the salesperson. They want to tell you about themselves. And so I just asked, you know, yesterday I asked someone what, you know, how he got it. He, he, it was his first week on the job. So I asked him what his background was and where, where did he come from? And, and then all of a sudden he started telling me that he grew up in France. Well, I have French family. So it was so easy to relate because we could talk about French things. And he told me his favorite macaroon and I told him my favorite macaroon. And all of a sudden, you know, when you're talking about macaroons, you're building, you're building a relationship. It's amazing how when you start talking about macaroons, just the guards get dropped. Exactly. Exactly. It was so relaxed. And so then after that, we could go in and talk about business. But now we're friends. Yeah. I want to shift gears. I think I read in one of your blogs, you talked about how important it is to get up early, make some sales, then maybe do your quote unquote nine to five activity as well as making sales past five or six. It was a really well written blog. And uh, I want you to tell our listeners about what it's like or what it should be like around waking up earlier so that when you get in the office, you're actually setting yourself apart from everybody else. And uh, you mentioned in the same blog that during that nine to five should be spent doing some other sometimes non-sales things sometimes and where the, the bookends, I call it, the really early or really later, a lot of times you're able to actually reach the buyer, the decision maker. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I go to two networking meetings a week. There's one that I run in New York City. If any of your listeners are in New York and want to come by, it's a really great meeting. Um, we have about 40 members, and to, it's on Tuesdays, and tomorrow we'll have about 25 to 35 guests. So it's it's a really great environment because salespeople and entrepreneurs get to meet each other, get to pitch their businesses. The members get to see who the visitors are going to be in advance and get to what I call pre-target who they want to speak with and, you know, do a little Google research. We start at 7 a.m. And so tomorrow I will be there at 6.30 in the morning making sure everything's set up at 7 a.m. or, uh, you know, they'll be open networking. At 7.15 I kick off the meeting. And by 9 a.m. everyone's back to work. For two hours in the morning, think about how much has been accomplished in this room of, I don't know, tomorrow maybe 60 or so people versus all the people who slept in and and thought they needed to get to work at 9. You just came out with a a really powerful ebook around this same subject. So I want to go down this path a little bit further around networking. There's a lot of people out there that do the N-word. They do the networking a lot, right? If you look on their calendar, (laughs) their calendars are filled with coffee meetings and breakfasts and one-off networking uh, groups and meetings and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if someone's listening right now going, you know what, Jennifer, I, I go to a lot of networking events and I seem to take a lot of coffee meetings and my calendar is booked. But if I look at the ROI for the last six months around these meetings, and I'm with you, if I go to a coffee meeting, it's a lot more personal than me going into someone's office. If I play golf with someone, that's a lot more personal than just a typical meeting. I get the networking piece and it does take time. But is there one piece of advice you can share with our Hacker Nation to say, there's a way to do networking right? 
I could go on for hours about how to do networking right and how to do networking and why people fail at networking. I think the biggest thing is, you know, I'll go to someone's office and they'll tell me I'm a coaching client or whatever and they'll say, I went to all these networking meetings this week. Let me show you. And they open up the drawer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. inside the drawer is like 200 business cards. Look at all these people I met. And I'm just looking at this drawer like, Oh my. <laughs> so what are you doing with these cards? What's your next step of action? How are you going to keep in touch with these people? Do they even know who you are? Did you just collect cards? One thing I recommend is to, when you meet someone and you find the common ground, write it on the card. It sounds so simple to do, but most people don't do it. And so if I'm meeting 25 new people in a day, there's no way I can remember the things I want to remember about each conversation. And so I take a few notes on the card and then I go back home and, you know, you can have a virtual assistant or whatever um, upload the cards into your CRM. The next thing I do is I connect with everyone I meet on LinkedIn. And, of course, you can have your virtual assistant. You know, I'm all about hackers. This is success. Hackers. I'm all about hacks. And so you don't need to be sitting there doing this. You could have someone who just sits at a computer all day long, you know, working on this kind of thing. And after the meeting, I connect with everyone on LinkedIn because I put value posts on LinkedIn. So when they sign into their LinkedIn, I want to come up on their feed and I want to offer them something of value so that they say, wait, that was that girl I met at that meeting. Oh, I should really pay attention. Oh, she gave a blog. Oh, that's great advice. And I'm not necessarily pitching or promoting often, but I am giving value often. And this way, when I do pitch or promote, those promotions are most effective because I have people who want to know what I have to say. So to recap, just so we understand, you meet someone at a networking event, you gather cards of people that you think could be either a potential strategic partner or Mm -hmm. someone that could be a potential client. Mm -hmm. You then follow up, you take notes on their business card, you follow up with all of them via LinkedIn with a personal message. Yep. You then um, you then follow up to say, hey, Scott, it was great meeting you at ABC Networking Group yesterday. I wanted to also share with you, here's a blog post I wrote around a specific topic. They then read it. What's the next step? Well, what I might do is I say, hey, Scott, it was great meeting you Let's at ABC Networking Group. Let's connect on LinkedIn to stay in touch. And then what I'll do is I post on LinkedIn value messages. So I might not necessarily be posting it directly to you. But I post it to my whole network. And so when I'm posting three, four times a day, I become more well-known because people sign into their LinkedIn and they see me one of those times that they sign in and they see me offering them value and they end up reading it. And I get comments back from people who I've met who say, oh, well, I saw your post on, you know, whatever blog it was or I saw your latest ebook and they'll write back. It oftentimes ends up turning into business because I'm establishing online credibility. The one thing that most people miss when they're going to a networking meeting is they just show up. You need to prepare in a few ways. And one of the things you need to prepare is obviously what you're going to say, how you're going to talk about yourself and what you do and who you're looking to meet, that kind of thing. But you also need to be prepared by looking at who's going to be in the room. If you're a member of a group, a lot of times you'll get the guest list in advance. And so I mentioned we have like 25 
to 35 people coming tomorrow, I've already Googled half of the people to see who they are, what their businesses are, and if there's someone I think I can connect them with someone else or if there's someone that I think might be good for the group since I'm president and I care about growing the group or if there's someone that I could do business with. But I know who's going to be in that room tomorrow, and I know a lot more about them than they than they know I know. And it sounds creepy, but it allows me to accelerate and expedite the business and sales process. All right, Jen, as you know, our Hacker Nation community listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help grow themselves and their business. You've been sharing all kinds of really great success hacks and strategies, but now I'm going to put you right on the spot. Uh-oh. So on what's one specific success hack that you can share to help our Hacker Nation become more successful at actually closing more business? Ask for the sale. Growing up, my mom always said to me, if you don't ask, you don't get. And <laughs> I learned this lesson, actually, I have a video about it on YouTube, but I learned this lesson right in time for the holidays. And that year, my holiday list doubled. And my parents looked at me and said, what's going on? And is there a money tree in the backyard that we don't know about? And I said, yeah, if you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. That's what mom told me. And... <laughs> And it's it's true in every aspect of life. So if you're going to leave and you have no idea where the sales process, where you are in the sales process or the sales cycle, that's a problem. And my suggestion to you is to ask. And I, um, when I coach salespeople, a lot of times I'll go with them on a sales appointment and observe or they'll record it for me and I'll listen in. And what I find so many times is that they don't ask for the business. And so number one, assume you're going to get the sale. And if you go in with the assumption that you're going to get the sale, you have the right mindset. And before you leave that sale, ask for it. I love it. Go in with the mindset of, I am going to get this sale. You are going to be my client. It's a mindset shift. It's an attitude. It's a posture. I love that. And then if you don't ask, you're never going to get it. So let me take you down that rabbit hole real quick. How do you ask for it? What's one strategy? Let, let, let us peek behind your coaching here for a second. Yeah. What's one closing strategy on how to ask for the sale? Okay. So I wouldn't necessarily say something like, so are you going to work with me or not? Like that's too, <laughs> a little straightforward, like <laughs> too much. But what I would do is, okay, so when we begin working together, this is how it works and outline what it would look like working together. And then you might say, so when would you like to get started? Yeah, I love it. It's not a hard sale. It's not a hard close. It's just, um, no, it's just if, if you provided enough great questions, you found out what their needs are, what their pain points are, and it's your responsibility to be the band-aid to their problem. Literally, if you have that much confidence in your products and your services that you literally can help this person get to the next level in whatever they're looking to do. You have every right to ask the way you just asked it. Exactly. And so when I say also go in with, with the assumption that you're going to get the sale, I used to sell a software serve a, a soft, an educational software that required professional development training. The training days for teachers happen on certain days throughout the year. So I would talk about Okay, so when you start using this software and you need this training, now I know you have these six days of training, what, when would you like to schedule it in? And so 
if you know when your client can begin their implementation on whatever it is that you're offering, whether it be a piece of software or a service, whatever it is, if you fit it into their schedule and you're thinking about it from their point of view, like, so how are we actually going to begin this? You're on the right path. Jen, we are now going to enter the randomness round. But before we do, I want to remind (laughs) all the listeners to stay to the very end of the show. I have something I want to bring to your attention. All right, Jen, we're now entering the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seats. Whatever's the first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So, Jen Gluckow, are you ready for the randomness round? Yeah, I love it. I'm ready. Best advice you've ever received? Do what you love. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Reading and music. You now own a time machine. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about business and life, give your 25-year-old self? Sales balls. Grow them. I think I would have told myself, not not sales balls actually, because I had sales balls. I didn't have business balls. I knew I always wanted to start my own business, and I was too scared to take that risk and and just take the leap and do it. And now I would say to my former 25-year-old self, what are you waiting for? Just do it. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed to your success? My happy and positive attitude. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I am good at tennis. Like real good. Like I will crush you on the court. (laughs) Yes, you will. (laughs) Ping pong, maybe not so much, but tennis, all right. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? Think and Grow Rich. If you can recommend one social media tool or overall service to our Hacker Nation community, what would that be? Go to flightmedia.co and have them do your social media. Jen, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for your time and sharing these incredible success strategies and hacks with our Hacker Nation community. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? They can go to salesinanewyorkminute.com and they can follow me on social media, Jen in NY for New York, NY Minute, or they can listen to our podcast, Sell or Die. Perfect. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net. That's successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Jen, along with some other really cool brand new resources we have on the site. Oh, when you're on the site, do not forget to click subscribe so that you get all the latest and newest episodes. Before we end the show today, I wanted to make you all aware of something. Besides being the creator and host here on Success Hackers, as I mentioned before, I'm a business and marketing strategist. And after years of working with small to mid-sized business owners, I've learned that there are five specific areas in every business where there is a treasure trove of untapped profits and revenue. Here's the problem. For whatever reason, 99% of all business owners know nothing about them and they're missing a gold mine because of it. Well, after discovering how bad this actually is, I now perform what I call 40-minute business makeovers where I can guarantee to help any business owner find at least $10,000 in their existing business in less than 40 minutes without them spending a cent on marketing and advertising. Well, now I want to make this available to you, my loyal Hacker Nation listeners, completely complimentary. But we only have a handful of spots available. So 
If you're an existing business owner and you want me to help you find revenue in your existing business without you spending any money on advertising, make sure to head over to 40minutemakeover.com. That's 40, F-O-R-T-Y, minutemakeover.com. That's 40minutemakeover.com for additional information on how you can grab one of these spots available. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.